Let's wake and bake with the boys Pull out some weed and get high Dude smoking on the bong while Scotty's talking Way too long, got time to smoke one more Taking the message to the people now Keep smoking and growing and watching prohibition fall down What's up, DGC? Scotty Real, hanging out, Grow Guru. What's up, brother? What's going on, man? Yeah, we called one of the crew, man. What's up, Dirt Man Dan? What's going on, guys? Oh, good good to hang, brother. Good to hang. It's uh, We're just kind of chilling out. And, uh, man, I, I saw some of your videos. I saw saw you uh, amending soils. And uh, just, it's just you seem like one of those guys that's not afraid to build your own soil. Uh, so, I, man, I thought we'd bullshit about it. I was just over at Way to Grow looking at all the different soil choices. And I was like, for me, I can look and say, that's that, that's that. But to, uh, you know, to a layman, it might get a little bit confusing. I thought maybe we'd bullshit about, uh, man, like what you do when you walk into a grow store? All them fucking soil options you got, no? Yeah, man. That, that sounds pretty good to me. All right. I mean, like me personally, I like, I don't necessarily build my soil from scratch, sure. per se, but... um. You know, I like to start out with like a like a used fox farm or something like that. Something that, you know, you've already ran through and you you don't want to throw it out, but you don't want to you don't know what to do with it. Sure. Sure. So, I like going over to places like Build a Soil where you can get stuff like pumice and rice hulls and right. you know, good organic um amendments. So, I like using a lot of pumice stone cuz it doesn't break down versus using um like a vermiculite or perlite. Sure, sure. <clears throat> and those are I for like aeration. Using, uh, so, and what we're talking about when we're building the soil, pretty much at least from, you know, from like uh, Clackamas Coot and, and those kind of guys, you know, the, the organic soil builders. Is, there's a basic formula that people are using. It's what Guru. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's a third aeration, whereas your pumice or your, you know, something like that. A third uh, compost, right? Mm-hmm. And then a third, basically like peat. Yeah, that, that's ba- that's like a basic mix, no? For the most part, yeah. And then and then amendments, amendments of uh, minerals and nutrients. Okay, so when we go to like a, find a fox farm mix, you know, we go to find that fox farm bag soil. That's what pretty much their version of that. Is that right? It's got some peat in there. It's got some some minerals in there. Yeah, and then it has a uh, I guess bark in it too. But but I mean it's it's amended with minerals and then with some amendments as well. And with the bark is probably for aeration, I imagine. Is that what they're using it for? Uh, I guess I would assume, yeah. Or would that be considered like a compost element because it's high carbon? Yeah, I mean it, it it's part of whatever compost they're putting in. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, man, I always thought bark was bad. I always thought bark robbed nitrogen. Am I wrong on that? Like mulch and stuff like that. As, as far as on the top, I thought that had to break down first until until it released. Uh, it doesn't. It absorbs nitrogen when it's breaking down. Too. Right, right. Huh. That's why, like Hugel mounds, a lot of times the only problems people have with it is they have to amend some type of nitrogen the first couple of years. Uh, sure. Until the wood's broken down enough that it uh, starts releasing the nitrogen back into the soil. Interesting. All right, so we and so if we're talking just base soil basis, pizza base, uh, the other kind of uh, you know trendy base that's come up uh, you know over in the past decade, I'd say, is cocoa core, which is uh, a lot of times they'll replace be- peat with core. So you'll either get like well, like cocoa loco. Isn't that a Fox Farm product? That's uh, that's their cocoa, yeah. Yeah, instead of a peat based product, it's a, it's instead of like a Fox Farms Ocean Forest is peat based. Cocoa loco is amended, right? But it's a uh, 
but it's cocoa based. I'm pretty sure that's that's an amended. It, it is an amended it. cocoa. It's not just a cocoa. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I don't think it's just a crazy. All right, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I'm pretty sure, man. I always buy one anytime that I'm using cocoa. I just go with pure cocoa because it already has the aeration in there, and then just buy a really good compost and, and mix it myself. And what I mean by that is cocoa. Um, even when it's it's saturated, holds a shitload of air. That's the best thing about it. That's the advantage over peat. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's nice and fibrous, you know. Yeah, but it's it's that you know. I mean, the the problem with uh, a lot of you know growing or or one of the biggest mistakes you can make as a grower is overwatering things. And if you build your media right to where your media is really light and holds a lot of air, even when it's saturated. Uh, you can. It's very difficult to overwater. You know, it's difficult to overwater cocoa because it it holds so much air even when you're watering it. Beet, beet. You got to have the feel for the pots. Yeah, and also one thing I don't like about peat is that if it ever gets too dry, I think it's below like forty percent a moisture, then it's hard to rewet. You have to rewet the the peat, and it takes like a wetting agent. You know, that's a lot of times why they use that yucca or whatever, because. Uh, yeah, man, it's a little bit finicky. You don't want it too wet. You don't want it too dry. Yeah, I've definitely had that problem before where you have to take a pot and maybe try and put it in a bigger bucket and let it soak for a little while to try and absorb some water. If Guru says hydrophobic, we all got to take a bong hit, man. Oh, all right. Well, <laughs> hydrophobic, <nice>. hydrophobic. <laughs> deal, deal. Oh, fuck. Mine's out of reach, man. <laughs> I got a bong of some Chernobyl packed up right now. Yeah. Oh, man, that stuff's good. Uh, how's it look, man? Just I remember Chernobyl's like notoriously just white and frosty, man. It exactly, man. This stuff is like glowing right out of the package. Love it, man. Love it. All right, so now that we kind of got a baseline for what soils are, and let's talk about what you do, man. So you're taking just a ba- like a fox farm mix. So that's peat. It's already got some aeration in it. Uh, probably has a little bit of compost or composted forest materials in there that have started breaking down. So actually, if it, probably after a few months, it's starting to break down and, and might even be a little bit better. Yeah, I you know that's what I like starting out with or something that you might even get out of like um, the pots from like the nursery. You know, my, I go there and we pick up flowers for the wife and stuff like that. And we have some ornamental flowers. And when they're all done, we just mix that right in with the with the other soil that we're are, I'm going to be uh, amending up. Let's be honest. That's so, probably the same commercial peat and aeration mix you know, for the nursery. I mean, Sunshine Number no. 4 is a nursery blend. It's, it's also exactly what you find in Same in Promix, Promix HP. Same thing, yeah. All that stuff. Yeah, so it makes sense. Yeah, the same shit. I, I pretty much did, uh, I guess it was Root 707 mixed with some Fox Farm, a little bit of Light Warrior because it was a little heavy. Sure. Uh, a couple bags of compost, a couple bags of worm castings. You know what? Hang on. Let's go slow motion that because there's a lot of wisdom in, in those choices. Tell me why you did everything. Everything. Start from the beginning, man. Uh, seven oh seven and the ocean force, just because they were. It's a good. That's a good, good kind of ready-made good starting point. Uh, yeah. And lightly amended, so there's not too much in there. Beautiful. Uh, I would have liked to have gotten a soil test done once the mix was done, but I actually haven't done that yet. Um, All right, so you start with your base. You, so you've got a good base soil. Start so with those bases, and it's a pretty aerated soil. Um, so what uh, else do you need now? Amended with compost, and sure. I use the. Uh, just some biodynamic compost. So whatever. compost is is loaded with bacteria and fungi. That's that's the, the as life well as of soil. Full range of nutrition if it's properly made compost, and that's why I chose some biodynamic, just because I know that 
that process is a very good way of making good compost. Now, when we're saying nutrition, now that's not going to have all the nutrition, the macronutrients the plant needs, not all the calories the plant needs. You're still going to have to have to get some meals into that into that soil. No, De- I mean it, it. Compost definitely carries the full range of nutrition for the plant. Um, just not. As much as I guess you would. So you, what we'd have to do is probably just keep on adding more compost. Oh, well, compost well, I mean, and then, or, yeah, still, still not done at that point though. So added that, and then a couple bags of worm castings. So that's more micro. That's a, now there's thermophilic compost, which is one type of bacteria that grows on there, and then there's vermicompost, which is going through the worm's gut, which is a, a different type of bacteria that grows there, mm-hmm. and making a finer product at the same time. Yeah, um, vermicompost is just this. It's like black gold. Yeah, vermicompost is like steroids for plants. Used <laughs> used a really good uh, mineralized worm cu- worm casting. Hang on, I'm redoing that. It ain't like steroids for a plant. It's like going and getting like a fresh juice drink, man. Like it's when a juice cleanse. Get, yeah, big green juice drink in the morning, and you're like, holy shit, I feel good, man. So and then Let's go visit somebody. From that point, uh, let me think. Added, it noticed the mix was a little bit heavy. Um, so I had a bag of Light Warrior lying around. So Light like, Warrior, it's like a seed, Fox Farm seed starting mix. So what do they do? So that they're just putting more aeration in that yeah, mix it, to lighten it, it up. It's a yeah, more aeration in and that mix. Aeration, the cheapest aeration is probably like uh, perlite, perlite, right? Perlite, and is perlite is what an expand expanded. It's almost like a shale or something. I don't know. They take a rock and they pop it like popcorn, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. But, yeah, uh, they like heat it and spin it like cotton candies or yeah. something like that, don't they? Yep, yep. And I guess this was for... I don't know, that might be Rockwell. <laughs> this was for 220 gallons of soil. Okay. Is, is what the batch that was made was. Um, Any minerals in there? Are you throwing Okay. Any? Okay. Yeah. Then yeah so, we, hey, then, let's talk about what minerals are. So minerals are the they're like the macro there's potential in there it's usually like rock dust and what the rock dust needs to be eaten by the bacteria and solubilized and it'll be macronutrition though it'll be micro no it's micronutrition you don't get npk through through minerals no okay i'm learning man new Uh, organic guy here man it it helps the plant assimilate those nutrients from the soil into the plant but no directly directly it's it's not for macronutrition whatsoever it's your micronutrition and just twenty thousand foot overview you got macronutrition which is NPK? You got you need those Ar- arguably calcium and sulfur, but like, and maybe even silica <laughs> with cannabis. And but silica, so you got these things that you need in huge amounts. Then you got things that are secondary uh, nutrition or uh, micro uh, no, secondary nutrients that you need in much smaller amounts. Right, right. There's your magnesium and your you know a lot of people will put calcium magnesium in there. Um, what the hell is uh, your magnesium, copper, boron, stuff copper like that. iron, right. sulfur. Okay, and then you've got the trace minerals, in, right? The micronutrients. And those are things that are needed just in teeny tiny amounts, man. Right. Okay, and that's why you can get them with like rock dust and stuff like that. Exactly. Now, because like, sense. think about it. Azomite, it's got its name because it's A to Z of mite. So it's all your micronutrients. Your micronutrients. Man. From it's a got to everything Z. but the kitchen sink in there, man. Yeah. Okay, so that makes sense. And that's all like the little stuff you need to absorb the major building blocks of nutrition. Right. And then using other, there are, there are lots of different types of rock dust, not just azomite. Azomite's a pretty general one. Then there's like glacial rock dust. Right. Where it's been ground down for like a mountain taken down by a glacier sure. over millions of years. Uh, volcanic. Like that. There's nobody to pay. Volcanic basalt, <laughs> which is rock that's been pretty much flung up by a sure. volcano. Sure. And spread out. Um, volcano does my labor 
And then another really good mineral, it's a oyster shell flower. They're from deposits of like fossilized oyster beds. I have seen that. Tons beds. of calcium in there, right? It's tons of calcium, and it's a pretty good buffering agent for the soil at the same time to keep your pH in check. Yeah, it's a good substitute for like dolomite lime or something like that. Well, yeah, that. because do- dolomite lime uh, carries a ton of magnesium with it at the same time. So it tightens up your soil and throws off that calcium to magnesium ratio that's pretty important. That is important, man. I don't know if we want to bullshit about that really quick, but that's something that, you know, and I'm just learning about these organic soils. I'm coming from, uh, hey, I take a clean cocoa core and just add the right amount of nutrients every single time, every single watering. It's basically hydroponics is what that is. Going into this organic soil it's really, uh, it's almost like going into a cabin for three months, man, where you go into the cabin, you got to bring everything up with you and it's got to be enough to where you can li- live okay for those three months. Live large, actually, man. You got to try and ration yourself out for those three months. Yeah, man. Or just bring plenty, you know, more rock dust, man. But yeah, so uh, I guess I used a mix of glacial rock dust and okay. azomite. Okay. And pretty much used an entire box of the down-to-earth azomite and then added a little bit more. I had some extra laying around. Glacial rock dust. Is there any punishment for adding too much of that stuff? Not really. I haven't seen any. I've no. gone pretty heavy with glacial rock dust. I mean, but I you got to remember, this was also for 200 gallons of soil or so. Sure, sure. So, and then on top of that, so that's the mineral composition of it. Had some oyster, a box of oyster shell flour too. Got it. Um, and then used a box of crustacean meal, a box of kelp meal. Tell me why. Give me a why at the end of every one of these. Crustacean meal is for the chitosan. Well, yeah, that that's like a secondary benefit of it, but it carries macronutrition too, pretty much the full range. So it has NPK in there. NPK, calcium, and, and magnesium in the proper ratio. Wow, that's a trip. It's just getting that okay. from the ocean. And then also breaks down uh, into, I mean, the chitin will be broken down out of it. And to make that, the bacteria are going to have to make chitinase, which is going to influence bugs to not come around the plant as much. So ev- everything nutrition-wise is pretty much duplicitous. It carries two reasons it's there. Sure. And then the kelp meal carries a ton of phytohormones and everything, as well as being a good potassium source. And then neem and karanja meal. Or specifically, at this time I just use neem. Normally I like to use karanja as well. And yeah, Just really, a 50-50 ratio. Don't even get me started, man. I'm more of a 3 to 2 ratio guy <laughs> with neem to karanja, man. But that's just a subject But and then day. a whole box of that. And that carries uh, full range of nutrition as well as uh, all the active components that are, would be in neem oil are still in there. Because the neem meal is just pressed neem seeds. Right. And then they're they're not 100% successful in pulling all the oils out of that. So there's still definitely some of the neem oil in there sure. and all those active compounds. They're going to break down into the soil as well. Agreed. Definitely agreed with that. Man, uh, so, okay, so where do you get your macronutrition from? Are you going to have to it's bottle from, nutrients? No, the, the, the macronutrition is the crustacean meal, the kelp meal, and the neem meal. And when, I'm talk, when I think of macronutrition, I think of calories, man. I think of food that I that's, need to eat every day and turn that, it into muscle. That and the compost working together are the calories for the soil. Interesting. And you got, so you got to jam it where you the right amount of compost. If you need more calories, you can just add more compost or compost tea to the top. You can you get yeah, it in or, there through. Yeah, or do, do nutrient teas. Can still foliar spray. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm not a strict organic person. I'm still, I mean, organic-ish. I'll use a foliar for boost if I have to. Sure, sure. Very yeah, interesting. I, mean, I have no problem with doing stuff like that as well. We're adding foliars to the mix. <clears throat> 
I mean, it is 2017. We have come a long way with figuring out how plants work. Agreed. Yeah, those leaves can absorb a lot of nutrition and absorb it fairly efficiently, too. Yeah, I just, I always, you know, as a new organic guy, I don't want to shut down the biological processes that are going on in the soil. So I don't want to get any of that synthetic nutrient, you know, in, in the plant, you know, and I'm sorry, in the soil. But you're saying as a foliar wouldn't yeah. hurt? Yeah, no, wouldn't it hurt at yeah, all. Yeah, because, and you're absolutely right, where you don't want to shut down the biological processes, but we have come up with ways to aid them in performing. Yeah, agreed, and man. By doing foliars is exactly that. Interesting, man. Interesting. Huh. Pretty good conversation here, guys. I'm learning something, man. Got, got my soil buddies on the line, man. I'm learning something. So, hey, you got any tricks up your sleeve, Dan? You want to uh, you, you want to give out as far as soil building goes? Now that I got Guru to spill his whole uh, his whole recipe, man. I like that. <laughs> well, oh, this is I isn't what I normally run. Go. I was just uh, oh, sorry to interrupt, but just uh, oh, not ahead. what I normally run. This was more of a. I mean, I'd like to get the soil tested to see what it came out with. It's a good guess at what it sh- it should test out pretty well. Nice. And yeah, um, Guru actually went a little more in depth than what I actually do. Um, like Imagine I said, that. I'll take just old soil that I have laying around. I'll add in uh, pumice stone, and that's for aeration. I like a lot of pumice stone. Um, I'll probably put about five pounds or more to like a 30-gallon. What's the difference between um, that and, and the other aeration choices? Because that's fairly unique. You know, normally don't hear people tell, say, I guess that is just like lava rock. I guess that's, that's something people do well, use. Basically, yeah, what pumice stone is, it's basically a bleached lava rock. And you normally find it in like smaller quarter inch uh, pieces. Right. Um, it's real popular among like people that grow with bonsai plants. Yeah. So they'll use that in their bonsai soil because it's very aerative. But it doesn't break down like a uh, like a perlite would. I mean, you know, if you take a piece of perlite and you dust? squeeze it between your fingers, it yeah. pops. This doesn't do that. Okay. Oh, that makes sense. So, yeah, you would want that in a very aerative bonsai soil. So I like using that in my soil because it doesn't break down. You can dig it up year after year and it's still there. And... You know, back to, you know, you love how you're talking about microbes. It's got tons of surface area for the microbes to live on. Sure. Yeah. It's almost like the same concept as biochar, where it's got all these pores inside it that the, uh, that the microbes can, can colonize. Exactly. Um, another thing I like using for aeration, which then turns into just organic matter, is uh, rice holes. Yeah, you know, I, I almost bought a truckload of rice holes one time, man, <laughs> because they have a, li- a nice high silica content, too. Back when I was really into uh, pushing my bamboo really heavy uh, at, the, yeah. at the bamboo nursery, yeah, it was a real high silica content. Yeah, rice holes, they start off as, uh, you know, they're real stiff and they're nice uh, aeration, but they turn into a little bit of mushy and they turn into nice organic matter for your microbes to eat up. Yeah, nice tip. There. And are those commercially available? I remember I had to buy a truckload um, when I was trying to get rice holes, man. I've been able to find as small as a one-pound bag on Amazon. Beautiful. Yeah, and you know you can always go over to somebody like Build a Soil if you're in Colorado or something like that yeah. and pick up uh, pick up like a pallet worth. Let's shout out to Jeremy, man, and pay our respects, man. That's a guy that's really pushing it, man. There's certain innovators in our industry that I, that we really look towards and and learn from. Jeremy from Build a Soil, uh, Tad Hussey's another one who's, who's doing great work out there. Um, man, yeah. yeah, guys like that who uh, you know shit, you can listen to their podcast and actually have to take notes, man. 
Uh, ours, the only thing you do with a piece of paper is roll something in it, man. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I fucking love it, man. Yeah, all right. So I'm uh, I'm recycling my soil, man. The only thing I've been putting is microbes. I'm about three months into mine. I pretty much built a uh, a peat base. Started out with a bunch of Lambert peat. Uh, what the heck did we do for aeration? You remember? I don't remember. Oh, biochar. A lot of biochar in mine for aeration. And then a bunch of minerals. I remember we threw a bunch of that... Uh, I don't think it was, was it? No, it was basalt rock dust I used. I went and bought like a 25 pound of basalt rock dust and just really loaded it in there. And there's a lot of uh, expanded clay pebbles in there as well. Left over from the piece. Recycled. Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. But uh, yeah, it's just nothing super fancy, but I'm getting really good results. You know, those, the, the, you know, and it's also, I think if you have a big old bed, um, you sure are able to like tap into a lot more soil. Just think about the, you know, the resources you have in that thing. But, man, I'm having good luck with this organic so far. Keep your fingers crossed. Got about, what, five, six more weeks? Yeah, man, I have faith in you. I think you'll be able to pull it off. Yeah, I'll smoke it. I know that, man. I'll just smoke it or squeeze it. Get something yeah. good out of it. I'll smoke it, squeeze it, then smoke it again. So what I like <laughs> to use for minerals. Um, what you got? It's Honestly, I use just the BioLive by Down to Earth. And I go a little heavier than what they recommend on the box, and I don't ever seem to have an issue with it. But and that's a that mineral stuff, mix. I've seen that it's a ma- it's it's a macro fertilizer. It's a, what a five something five four it's three a, or something. It's a five three two, I believe. Okay, cool. Yeah, I mean those are your building blocks of nutrition. You give it a, give the plant enough of that, it's, it's you know there's the calories it needs to to build mass. Yeah, but if you look on the side of the box, it's got a little bit of just about everything. It's got the crab meal, it oh, has hell the yeah. um karanja, it has the um it has alfalfa meal, it's got azomite. I added a little more azomite on top of it just cuz I, you know, you I kind of feel like you can't really do too much of that either. I'm playing with the idea that you can't. Yeah, I I kind of feel like you can't really well, I mean, there's always a point where you can do too much, but I kind of feel like even if you go a little heavier than recommended, it's not going to hurt you. True, true. Yeah, I forgot. You know, I used a big 25 pound of BioLive in there as well. Cause, you know, yeah, I'm a big fan of the BioLive. Hell yeah, man. All right. Well, I, I think we got a good, uh, I think we did a good, what, few few minutes on understanding soils, understanding some of the components that go into building your own. Uh, like I said, build a soil, really good place. Uh, Kiss Organics, a really good place to learn. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if I can think of too many others right off the bat, but I'm sure I'm sure there are. So anyway, put it in the comments, all y'all. It's just getting us started. It's just a conversation starter right now. All right. Thanks for having me on, guys. Really man, appreciate it. Thank yeah, you so much, man. I appreciate it. I like your YouTube channel. I definitely, we were just being guru, had you up on the big screen. So, what was Dirt Man Dan? That's all I know. I just yelled Dirt Man Dan into my phone. What's your YouTube channel? Yeah, it's uh, YouTube slash Dirt Man Dan. Um, Beautiful. Pretty sure, pretty sure that's all you have to type in. Love it, man. Love it. Well, thanks for spending the afternoon with us, brother. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. It's always a pleasure. Rose love. Take your easy. It's just weed, it's just weed I like to keep a good buzz on, on, on It's just weed, it's just weed In my toolbox there's a bone Some people start their day off with
to the pill It's what the doctor says to do They shake their heads at natural medicine Go ahead and try something new, new, new It's just weed, it's just weed I like to keep the good buzz on, on, on It's just weed, it's just weed I like to smoke it all day long, yeah, yeah Weed. I ain't done nothing wrong, wrong, 